Welcome to the Staying Ages podcast, a show that will equip you with the major keys to achieve extraordinary longevity. This is your girl, Asosa E, also known as Raw Girl. I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach. And today on the show, we will be talking about how to eat to balance the chakras. To get this longevity party started, I'll give a brief rundown of what the chakras are, a background history of their origin, the seven major chakras in our bodies, and their influence on our mental health status. Later today, we'll be chatting with our expert for the day, the amazing Anika Panotsky, author of The Chakra Cookbook. I'm so grateful to have each and every one of you tuning into the show from all over the world. Shout out to listeners in the USA, the UK, Ireland, Spain, South Africa, France, Germany, and so much more. If today's show inspires you, I'm inviting you to go ahead and subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me to get feedback, so any reviews are much appreciated. All right, y'all. Today, we are going to talk about chakras. Chakras get into a more woo-woo-y form of energy medicine, so you'll likely never hear about it in your doctor's office. If you do, child, text me because I really want to know about that. (laughs) But as a holistic healer, I do think that understanding the chakras and especially what causes them to be in or out of alignment is very useful and actually has very much helped me in treating very specific conditions that have shown up in my practice. So let's talk about the seven main chakras. We have the potential to promote healing by consuming herbs and raw foods that provide full body energy through the chakra system. Balancing the chakras is essential to ensure the whole system works in harmony. The chakras are focal points of energy in the body that connect the body and spirit to the planet's energy. The chakra system is believed to originate in India between 1500 and 500 BC, where the earliest yoga texts called Vedas were written. The word chakra in the human body is defined as a spinning disc or wheel that runs along the spine. The state of a person's physical, mental, and emotional health are all intimately correlated with the health of their chakras. There are seven major chakras along the spine, and each chakra represents different energies, emotions, and physical organs in our bodies. However, research done by Sri Amit Ray in 2018 discovered 114 chakras in the human body. He identified the names and locations of all the chakras that aid in accuracy in meditation, the transmission of healing energy, and the transformation of the soul. Meditation has been used as a part of chakra unblocking. There was a study done in 2020 by Sela Lim that revealed that 89% of the participants in chakra-based meditation programs had a significant reduction in anxiety and improved positive thinking and mental health. In the early stages of quote-unquote spiritual awakening, the chakras are usually perceived as wheels of light or local auras of various colors. So how do you identify the different chakras, their locations, blockage, and balancing them? These seven primary chakras each have a matching number, name, color, focus on a particular region of the spine from the sacrum basically to the top of the head and go like this. Well, first we have the root chakra. That one's red in color. It's located in the tailbone area at the base of the spine. The root chakra is related to earth, stability, vitality, a sense of grounding, and a connection to our physical bodies. When this chakra is blocked, it may cause anxiety, fear, a rejection, constipation, and knee pain. You might also feel a sense of emotional and physical security when it's open and in alignment. 
Red color foods such as beets, apples, cayenne pepper, and tomatoes help to boost this chakra. And power also activates this chakra. Then we, as we move up, we, the next one is the sacral chakra. Orange in color located just below the belly button, above the pubic bone. The sacral chakra is associated with the feelings of sexuality, pleasure, creativity. It brings us fluidity and grace, a depth of feeling, sexual fulfillment, and also the ability to accept change. A deficiency of the chakra is associated with reproductive issues, urinary problems, and impotency. Alignment can be done through pampering and getting in touch with your sexual and creative self. It's really important when you're imbalanced in the chakra also to develop a sense of play. Orange colored foods, including oranges and tangerines, anything orange, bell, you know, orange bell peppers, all of those things boost this chakra. Purity activates it. Then we have the solar plexus chakra. Yellow in color is located in the upper abdomen. This chakra is related to self-esteem and confidence. It controls the pancreas and the digestive system. And blockage of this chakra leads to indigestion, heartburn, ulcers, diabetes, high blood pressure, and other eating disorders. Happiness activates this chakra together with yellow-colored foods such as bananas and corn. Then we have the heart chakra, green in color, located at the center of the chest, just above the heart. It's related to love, compassion, and healing. The heart chakra controls the circulatory system. Blockage of the chakra can lead to loneliness, a sense of alienation, heart disease, and asthma. Green color foods such as leafy vegetables and green tea boost this chakra. Selfless love activates it. Then we have the throat chakra, blue in color located in the throat. This chakra is related to sound, creative identity, and communication. It controls the thyroid glands. Blockage may lead to fear of expressing oneself, self-censorship, neck stiffness, teeth grinding. And when it's in alignment, you'll communicate and listen very compassionately. Fresh juices and a variety of fruits boost this chakra and peace activates it. And then there's the third eye chakra, also called the brow chakra. Indigo in color, it's located between the eyes and the forehead. It's related to light, insight, intuition, and self-reflection. It controls the brain and the pituitary gland. A blockage of this chakra may lead to headaches, eye problems, and hearing loss. When in alignment, we follow our intuition and listen to our inner voice. Purple color foods such as grapes, Blueberries and lavender boost this chakra. Truth and knowledge also activate it. Then we have the crown chakra, violet in color, located at the top of the head. It's related to wisdom, transcendence, and universal identity. It brings us knowledge, understanding, enlightenment, spiritual connection, and joy. Blockage of this chakra may lead to depression, loss of faith, and effects of, on the other chakras. When it's aligned, it keeps the other chakras open and it also boosts the person's internal sense of bliss. Clean, fresh air actually boosts the chakra and bliss activates it. Now that you get the gist of our seven chakras and what activates them, what foods may correspond to them, you can likely see that eating a very colorful diet is very key to balancing the chakras through diet. All right, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll chat with our awesome guest. So stay tuned. 
I am super excited to announce the launch of the new destination I created for online programs called Staying Ageless University. At Staying Ageless University, we create epic content to teach you about holistic wellness and transformational healing programs to help you achieve extraordinary longevity. We believe that learning is an essential component of healing and creating lasting change, and every one of our programs are created from protocols that I have tried and tested on clients who have achieved optimal wellness by following them. Our signature programs include Staying Ageless 30 Plus, which is designed to help women 30 plus interested in staying fly till you're 99 or close to it, create lasting healthy rituals, and the all new Raw Girls Hormonal Balancing Academy for women suffering with fibroids, PCOS, endometriosis, cysts, or menopausal symptoms. If you're ready to use holistic means to take control of your hormones and get your life back. We also have two new programs that are amazing for New Year's clean starts, Detox Your Life, which includes 30-day plant-based detox, either raw or vegan, and Candida and Parasites Be Gone for those who are ready to kick Candida overgrowth or parasites to the curb for good. Enrollment is now open for three of our programs, and we officially launched January 1st, 2021. You can learn more about us and our program offerings at stayingagelessuniversity.com. Hope to see you in class. When I lived in LA, I was at the beach all of the time. (laughs) The beach was my happy place. After going to the beach, I would always stop by this amazing raw food restaurant. They had the most delicious food, burritos, cinnamon rolls. I was obsessed. Fast forward to this year when I wanted to give myself a jumpstart on raw, I discovered that this amazing restaurant that I used to frequent had transitioned to nationwide delivery of fully prepared raw meals. It's called Raw Evolution, and for 20 years, they've been serving the finest and most vibrant Living Foods meals. They offer a raw box, which includes two fresh pressed juices, four gourmet entrees, four generous sides, and two delicious low glycemic desserts. The raw box is designed to provide one person with about four to five days of lunches and dinners. I also love that the menu changes each week, so there's always lots of variety. I get a lot of inquiries from listeners and clients alike who want to go raw and feel like it's not sustainable time-wise. If this is you, this is an amazing solution to get your raw jumpstart. Head on over to rawvolution.com and use the code RAWGIRL to receive a discount on your first purchase. Anika Panonsky is a modern medicine woman with a vision of guiding you back into your own power, heart, and wisdom. Her deep knowledge of shamanic energy medicine, plants, herbs, superfoods, and healing assists this mission. She is also the owner of the Holistic Center of Conscious Life and co-owner of the superfood brand One Love Generation, offering healing super blends from Mother Earth. She's the author of the Chakra Cookbook. Hello, Anika. I'm very, very, very excited to have you on Staying Ageless today. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello. I'm very excited to be here also. (laughs) Um, Tell me a little bit about what what drew you to even begin studying or learning about the chakras in the first place? Well, I'm 
I've been in the whole holistic scene for about 17 years and it all started for me, of course, like for everyone with my own journey, my own body. Already in my early teens, I felt very disconnected to my body. I was what you call a highly sensitive child and uh, had pretty harsh to be grounded, to feel comfortable in my body. So I was very harsh towards myself a lot of years with different diets, with trainings, with the way I saw myself. So that was also the path of the beginning, like both in the health scene, I learned a lot, but also that I realized that it didn't matter how much I trained or how well I ate, I still didn't feel good inside. And I still had the same eyes looking at myself with that harsh eyes all the time. So for me, it wasn't until I found the more shamanic path. Uh, I've been in different kind of philosophies and it's not like it's one path and, and that's the only way for someone. I think I, I both studied Buddhism and Hinduism and um, yoga and meditation. It was, it was a journey for me to get to know myself. Uh, mm-hmm. And when I came into the shamanic path, it was more to be in tuned with nature again. And I think it was through nature and more of that sacred feminine, more of the forest, more of her body, understanding my body, uh, that started to change something for me. That became a journey to what what we always say, like self-love, self-love. And, and, you know, we say do a petal bath or something, but... This kind of self-love was a was many years journey inwards to really, really accept myself, to look upon myself with different eyes. So that was the beginning of my healing. And that healing became through the chakras because in my path, we work very close to the chakras. So I incorporated what I already knew through health and, and foods Uh, and sort of found my own language in how that fits with the foods and with the chakras. So long story short. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. That was really good. So, so what did you, I guess, what did you land on as, as a kind of philosophy? And do you feel like it's something that could work for every single person? Or is this kind of like your philosophy based on your journey only? I feel that it can work on everyone because what I teach is that only you know the best for your own body. And I think that that is what I brought back to myself instead of putting the power outside of myself and always seeking for the answers through different teachers or other philosophies or people telling me how to eat or how to train, I started to listen to my body, to my body signals. Uh, Where do I gain energy? Where do I feel more vibrational? And where do I lose it? When do I get tired, heavy? So it was really those pretty simple things. When I started to listen to that, I came more in tune with my body. I also found a more healthy balance where I didn't like forbid myself things. I just listened and followed out of actually a real self-love, giving myself a high vibe food instead of doing something because I have to or I forbid myself. So that's a totally different energy. Yes, I see. I see. It sounds simple, but I think it's actually more complicated 
in the sense that I primarily see women over the age of 30 and many of them are coming to me because they're completely overwhelmed and they're on Google all the time trying to figure out what's wrong with them or trying to figure out how to solve their diagnoses. And there's so much contradictory information that it's like, you know, one site will tell you to eat a banana. The other one will tell you the bananas are bad, whatever. And so they're just like coming to me, like, please help me sort through all of this. And I see, you know, my job is sort of to be this repository of information that, but I also have a very sharp intuition about people and also I use tools like Ayurveda and different things to understand their actual body type so I can give them information so that hopefully they also can increase their personal intuition. But one of my struggles has always been, because for me personally, I know exactly what is going on in my body at all times, which like, you know, for someone else that might be like a little weird. Like I'm like, "Mm, my gallbladder is a little janky today or this is happening and other people wouldn't know that, but I've, ga- I've gained that information through deep under, like listening to my body and then working with practitioners who can give me information that's more in-depth than just going to the Western medicine doctor, you know, and they're like, here, here's some medicine for this pain, you know? So, I mean, what did, what, do you think that there's a way to teach somebody how to listen more deeply? This has been a very deep question for, my, for myself. I'm like, how do you teach somebody that? Yes. Yes, it is a journey and it's not always easy. And I've I also been working a lot with women, especially. And what I can see is that we are so programmed with the right and the wrong and the good and the bad. So before we can even start the journey with the food, because the food is just a reflection of of your behaviors, of your patterns, of how you feel in your subconscious uh, and how you treat yourself and your body. Mm -hmm. So it is a complex way, but still I would say that the first thing I do when I work with clients, it's to go like more to a cleaner slate. Because if you have everything, you don't know if it's the emotions, if it's the food, if it's stress during work, or if it's your parenting or whatever started the whole feeling, if you have a body aches or, or stomach aches or something, it's not digesting right. So I would say that first we need to like, it's like peeling off everything just so mm-hmm. you can hear yourself a little bit better. And mm-hmm. of course, when you say the word detox or something, some people think that that sounds like, oh, that's so harsh and that's another diet. And But it can be easier if you just... Like it can, for example, I do a more solid food for a couple of days. It can be juices, smoothies, soups, just to ease up the feeling in the body. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. maybe I spend more time in nature. I, I try to take away all the noises, everything that takes me away from my own inner voice. Then you see when you put something in. I mean, you feel when you're honest towards yourself, you mm-hmm. feel if that gave you energy or if that made you heavy or tired. So if you just start to follow that simple thing and really start to honor yourself, I think the first step is really to be honest. Mm-hmm. Because deep down, I think that everyone knows what they feel good about, but then mm-hmm. 
maybe we don't honor ourselves enough to be honest. We have excuses and different things. And I think that that is okay also to accept that and not be so judgmental towards ourselves uh, and more like, okay, I had this day, but tomorrow is a new day. So let's just start over and not not so black or white, you know, like I did this and now I just ruined everything. So I can might as well take 10 more chocolates or whatever. Right. Like, like do it, do it a bit balanced. Like it's okay. Put in, start somewhere. I always say start somewhere. Like right. you can start with a smoothie in the morning and keep the rest. Right. Start there. And maybe that will do that you take a walk during the afternoon and you gain some more energy. So try right. that for a while. Then you take the next step. Often we want to do everything or nothing. Is yeah. that to live this perfect life. I'm starting on Monday and then you keep it for two weeks and then you're back again. Right. Well, that makes sense. I, I think it's a really good place to start. Like you were just saying, I think that makes sense to me in the sense that um I think a really good place to start is to stop ignoring your feelings because I think we've been programmed primarily to shove things down ignore them um brush things off like we get the signs but we like at least like I noticed with my clients you know they may have had signs about their health imbalance way early but sometimes they don't know that sign is a bad sign or they just ignore it and they ignore it until it becomes a loud scream. So first it was like a little, little, like, you know, whisper. And then it turned into like, you know, <laughs> talking yeah. loud. And then it's like, ah, you know, like the whole, like your whole body is screaming now, yeah. really. So if we, if we can hear the first whisper, like you said, so which, which means like getting in a place where you're not bombarded from all sides with other people's opinions and other people's whatever it is that's noisy. That makes sense. I think that is a good place to start for people, at least trying to not ignore, you know, things that happen. Like nothing is necessarily coincidental. If you feel super tired after you ate something, there's probably something there, you know? Yeah. And yeah. always ask yourself, like, who do, who do you do this for? Is it for the others or is right. it for yourself? Then right. you have to like be a good, you know, do it good for anyone because right. that always adds the pressure and more like if it's for you, like take your time and take one step at a time and start to get to know your body, whatever it's telling you or what is it, like you say, what are you stuffing down? Maybe it's feelings from something else. Maybe you don't like your work or you're in a relationship that you're not comfortable in anymore or I mean we are so complex so food is just one part of it but then we have all of this complexity is it like that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's to honor every part of ourselves that's why it is a holistic way of seeing on it it, it doesn't help to just do one thing and that will ensure you that you're healthy for the rest of your life. I mean, mm -hmm. I will say that the feelings, like you say, that is one of the most important things because mm -hmm. if we, for example, start to eat the right kind of food, but we do it out of fear and we start to fear food, 
fear carbs, fear uh, sugars or additives, then we we put ourselves in you know a very narrow path where the fears are controlling us. So we just switched maybe another control uh, control behavior mm-hmm. towards this one. So it's. Yeah, right. and then also if you're in a state of fear, then your cortisol levels are going to be high, and then your cortisol levels being high can cause all kinds of problems, hormonal imbalance, yeah. all kinds of stuff. So it doesn't even really matter because then you're like eating. I mean, this is why someone can literally be a vegetarian and still get cancer, or get, or they could be eating really clean and still because stress still over is supersedes diet. So it's like for me, I'm always like trying to make my clients understand that. I have a lot of clients with hormonal balance issues. So fibroids and endometriosis and cysts Mm -hmm. and all kinds of stuff. And I noticed uh, commonly most people have a root chakra or sacral chakra imbalance. Mm. And, you know, I'm aware that also I think fasting also can very much help balance the chakras to some degree. But how do you then eat specifically? Like for me, when I think about chakras and healing, Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get those women into a, a deeper sense of play because most of them are way too serious and way too in their masculine. And that's part of what causes the imbalance. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how, like in your, in your philosophy, how do you eat then to balance out those chakras? Mm-hmm. I would say that, yes, so the root chakra is uh, especially what I work with women with. And you have to start there because it's the root chakra represents your physical body is mm-hmm. how you nurture yourself is how you give yourself is how you receive for yourself so if you don't have a healthy earth (laughs) within yourself Mm -hmm. you can't build uh, nothing on that foundation so that is the start and like you say it's it begins with uh, getting to know your body it's maybe through like loosen up with dancing with movement because it's a wild feminine Mm-hmm. And in our society, we have started to control that wild feminine instead mm-hmm. of like let her loose again. It's like when you were a child and you didn't care and you just ran barefoot and, you know, enjoyed life and you were in, in uh, awe all the time. Like, wow, this is life. And look at this flower or look at that. And to awaken that again, it's the mm-hmm. first step because that gets you in contact again with your body, with nature. And I would say the more you get in contact with nature and the wilder feminine, the more plants start to resonate with your body. You mm. can a craving or a calling to eat more of plant food. Hmm. I don't say that it's black or white there either. You don't have to just eat plant food if that doesn't resonate with you. But start to increase that and start to get to know that. Because it is something with that vibration with raw food. And I say raw, uh, not as the raw food uh, as it was like a Mm -hmm. trend. The uncooked food, (laughs) like you eat it like it is, like natural food. Yeah, and yeah. The more natural you eat, I mean, you can still cook it or, or do a, a beautiful dish with it, but the more natural it is, the more it resonates with your body. And that starts to heal your body bit by bit. So mm-hmm. I would say that just start to incorporate more natural. That is for the root. And of course, then you can go 
more than into if it's root chakra, it's red foods or it's different kind of superfoods. But I think it depends on where you are. Like you can't just start to eat red food and think that that's going to do it. <laughs> I right. think it's more complex than that. So it's more about the whole energy of the earth. So start to bring in more of her vibe into your body and see where did I forget to have fun, to be creative, to be more joyful. What is joy for me? Because yeah. that's different for different people. And where do I bring that into my life through the between the parenting and the and the works and the you know every everything on the to-do list? Um it's just about being creative for me. And that can look however. It's nobody's going to look at it, judge it. So I mean the root chakra is a lot about going outside of the judgment and start to accept yourself for who you are. So stand in front of the mirror naked, start to appreciate your body. For me, that was a big shift. I mean, I have four kids and the body changes. I mean, I, I can't have like the body when I was 20. Mm-hmm. And today I honor my body so much for giving me four kids and maybe the small imperfections. It's okay, but I still want mm-hmm. to honor it every day. I wake up, I put a hand on the heart and say thank you. And whatever I eat, I I bless it before I put it into my body because I know that it's the energy that I feed my body with. So it's those Hmm. small things um, that really makes a shift. And like I said, don't let it overwhelm you like one little step at a time. That's, that's That's so interesting because it just, I mean, there's so many conditions or issues where a plant-based diet or just a higher plant-based intake can be so helpful but then I I like this conversation because it takes you down what medicine would call woo-woo-y path of being like the energy as well. The mm-hmm. energy now is affecting your, it's affecting how your body's energy is aligned by eating in this way too, mm-hmm. especially if you're eating more whole foods. So it's almost like you're communing more with the earth on a regular basis, you know? And it's similar to like... Um, had an episode on grounding and, you know, walking barefoot and just, you know, how that's neutralizing inflammation. All of these things are tied together. So I'm hoping that the people listening are understanding that all of these things are not separate. It's like, it's really just more so about us stop, like, you know, all this technology and all this crazy is great, but it's like, we need to kind of like get back to the earth. Yes. <laughs> it just ancient culture always have done. I mean, they ate from the earth, they blessed the earth, they were grateful for everything that came from there. It was dancing, it was uh, being close to the elements, it was fires gathering, being with the close ones. I mean, all of those basic things, that would make our body heal. Singing, that's also part. So, So it's something that we forgot, but it's time to re remember and all of the women I've been working with the past 10 years, I can see the longing. I can mm-hmm. really see the longing. And now the men are starting to wake up also towards mm-hmm. this. And they also long for more. Of course, it's not going back. We have right. a modern way, but we can incorporate things and start to find a balance in between. 
So we I don't yeah, get caught up in this uh, modern society without listening to our bodies. Our, I mean, this is our vehicle for the whole life. It's supposed to be vibrant and, and healthy by itself. No, I love that. I love that. Now, different foods technically based on color mm-hmm. correspond to different chakras, but you were saying don't really worry about the color. Is it more like just start eating the rainbow and start seeing how it goes? Yes. And naturally, when you start to um, communicate with your body, you will see that you get drawn to certain food. For a while, maybe it's like mangoes and you get obsessed with mangoes and you want that yellow uh, and just just start to follow that. And after maybe a month, it's something else. Or also be curious. I write in my book, like, the creativity of foods. Like, don't get it so serious. I mean, try out new foods, new superfoods. Be curious. See whatever works for you. Different things works for different bodies. And often you, when you have that, mm, when you enjoy something, your body mm-hmm. opens up and receives. If you force something down and you don't like it, I, my belief is that your, your body just close off, like, mm-hmm. I don't want it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. see what it's supposed to be beautiful, like make the plate beautiful. It's self-love there to put different colors, different textures, make it beautiful, make it tasty. It's mm-hmm. not... Often people relate like plant food to something that, uh, you know, (laughs) it's no taste and it's boring. But that's the old way of thinking. I mean, it's so much beautiful food out there. And today it's it's not even hard to find such good food in the stores. So I agree. All the even all the bougie and foodie people like me can find really amazing gourmet stuff, you know, because I like my food to taste good. But people make a lot of assumptions sometimes that like eating plant based is going to, you know, not be um, palatable. But that's not true. Super cool. So where do we find your book? How to how to eat to balance the chakras? Mm-hmm. So it's called the Chakra Cookbook, and mm-hmm. you can find it everywhere on Amazon, uh, both in UK, US. Uh, I think it's the easiest way. So awesome. yes. and there's, and there's a ton of recipes in there. There is a ton of recipes. Uh, there is an explanation of each chakra and which foods, which superfoods for them. It's also have to have the more like holistic way of a day. So how you can start your morning, how you can put an intention into your morning, how you can incorporate these different colors and then how you end your day with maybe some gratefulness. You know, I I like to simplify things. So it's nothing complicated, something that everyone can do. Awesome. And where can people find you online as well? Yes, they can find me uh, either my website, annikapanotsky.com, or on Instagram, where you have Annika Panotsky also. So it's easy. Awesome. Awesome. I will put all that in the show notes. Y'all go check out the Chakra Cookbook. Very exciting. Thank you so much, Anika. This has been a really awesome conversation. Thank you so much. Are you interested in living your best, healthiest life? I'm Asosa E, also known as The Raw Girl of TheRawGirl.com, and I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach who specializes in helping you discover what exercise and diet is best for your body 
and get to the root cause and rebalance if you have a serious chronic condition. Clients who've worked with me have reversed diabetes, hypertension, balanced hormonally, gotten rid of acne for good, and lost hundreds of pounds. If you are interested in reaching your health goals with some support this year, visit therawgirl.com to sign up for a 20-minute call with yours truly. Until then, stay healthy and happy. All right, all right. It's time to take a question from Instagram or email. Remember, if you would like to have your question answered on the show, all you got to do is send me a DM, slide up in my DMs on Instagram at therawgirl, or contact me via my website, therawgirl.com. Today's question is from Lindsay via Instagram, who says, how do you know which chakras you personally need to work on? Wow, that's a really great question, Lindsay. Figuring this out may require you to get some assistance from a health practitioner, but I'm actually sure that you could also land on something that rings true to you just by examining your health, your life, and personality. You'll need to do a bit of self-assessment. Go back to the beginning of this episode and listen to the explanation of each chakra and some of the health imbalances or emotional imbalances they can cause. If you are experiencing any of those, you know which chakra is out of alignment based on which one it corresponds to. And there may be a few. Once you know what's off, you can take the steps to realign with diet and lifestyle changes. I really hope this helps you. Okay, it's time to close out today's show. And I really hope that you've learned a thing or two about the chakra system and the many benefits it can bring you. Please remember to focus on eating the rainbow to help balance your energy centers in order to boost your general well-being. You can incorporate different activities that have been shown to balance your chakras, such as meditation, yoga, and consuming the correct diet for you. If you're new to the chakra system, if you've learned something, let me know. Leave a comment or DM me on Instagram at the raw girl. Today, I leave you with a quote from Swami Diane Gittin. When we develop the heart chakra, we begin to influence the surroundings with our spiritual presence. When we develop the communication chakra, we begin to influence the country with our spiritual presence. When we develop the seventh chakra, we begin to influence the world with our spiritual presence without doing anything. Well, that's all for today, sis. If you're looking for more health tips or have a question for the show, find me on Instagram at The Raw Girl. You can also find me and contact me through my website, therawgirl.com. For more on the show or to listen to past episodes, visit stayingagelessshow.com.